Abiso Musiya on SAFM. Oh man, I don't have a Jay-Z song to open this interview with, but anyway, let's welcome the Beast, the new member of Rock Nation. Uh, Beast Tawarira joins us on the line. Good evening, Beast, and thanks for speaking to us here on SAFM tonight. Oh, good evening. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations. I've seen the videos on Rock Nation Sports Twitter account. They are so excited to have you uh, join their stable. How does it feel for you? No, thank you so much. Uh, it is a massive, massive honor for me, and I'm so excited that obviously the announcement was made public today. So, you know, looking forward to the future, you know, with Rock Nation. Yeah. There's no rest for you, Beast. I thought you'd take it easy after your playing days, but you, <laughs> you're still a busy man. No, I'm still a busy man, you know, I still, you know, I still want to, you know, um, you know, achieve greater things. I still aspire, you know, uh, to, you know, to uh, achieve greatness in what I'm doing in my next career after rugby. So, yeah, this is exactly what I need, you know. Yes. And and how did the partnership with Rock Nation Sports come about? Yeah, so it's kind of an amazing story, you know. Uh, my good friend and brother, Sia, you know, um, He's the one that pretty much spoke about me to uh, to Michael Yomak, the president of Rock Nation. And I think, you know, Rock Nation did a bit of uh, research on who I was. And I think CSO spoke about us winning the World Cup together. And I think they looked at my story and they were quite impressed. And, um, you know, and they were just uh, thinking, you know, they could possibly elevate, you know, my 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 brand and my story to the next level so we met um uh, a few weeks ago uh when uh, michael yomak was in in, in Durban visiting sierra at the oyster box and that's where pretty much you know um you know we agreed that uh this was gonna be a partnership you know long into the future and uh yeah i couldn't stop grinning when he said we want to sign you <laughs> <laughs> great stuff and for you what attracts you to rock nation why does it feel like a good fit for you Jeez, I think, you know, for me, uh, you know, Rock Nation sports movement is a family, you know, and the culture and vision uh, that they have, you know, speaks to my brand, you know, speaks to, to who I am and where I want to go in my next chapter right now. So, you know, um, I've always, you know, dreamed of elevating myself to the next level in everything I'm, you know, in business, in my commercial value, because I believe that the work that I did on the field, you know, uh, surely doesn't end on the field, you know. The rewards also uh, has to come after that. So, you know, I'm trying to now really take myself to the next level, be a role model for other young rugby players out there, you know, that have walked the same road as myself, that, you know, it doesn't just have to stop there. You know, it can continue after you're done, after you're retired. You can, you know, still achieve greater things, you know. The best is yet to come. So that is the reason why, you know, I partner with them because their vision is just so much bigger, you know. They believe in reinventing yourself, you know, and just really keep on keeping on going as a, yeah, as an exports player and just, yeah, you know, going and achieving more and more greater things, you know. Yeah. Yes, and and for you, Beast, what's that next level now that you've stopped playing? No, I think the next level for me is, the, you know, the, the business world. You know, I've uh, always been um, uh, quite passionate about business, even while after I was playing, you know, I was involved uh, in uh, Fidelity, Secu- uh, Fidelity Services Group, you know, the security yes, company yes. with uh, Val Bartman, you know, he was my mentor. So yes. from a from a young age, you know, you know, he took me under his wing and uh, taught me some great lessons in life. And uh, 
you know, for me, it was all about making sure I'm prepared for the next chapter in life. So now I'm chasing, you know, uh, that success uh, whilst I'm running a security company called Mulindi Security. And I'm also starting towards my my MBA, ultimately with Henley Business School. And I've got my wow. foundation now, you know, the Beach Foundation, which is championing social causes. So, you know, in all those different spheres of my life, I want to achieve you know, the best, you know, I want to achieve success. So I really believe that Rock Nation is going to come in and just open doors to to, to, uh, to bigger things. Yeah. Uh, yes, I remember that partnership with Val Bartman last year. Are, are you still the CEO at Umlindi? Yes, I'm still the CEO, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how's it been? Uh, it's been it's been uh, it's been great, you know. Obviously, you know I've got the the base support around me, you know, with Val being my mentor. Uh, you know, he's really uh, you know he really kind of guided me along the way because I won't lie, I had to navigate this new uh, you know um, this new area of my life and just kind of try and you know make the right decisions. But having someone like him, you know, alongside me has just made it really easy. But uh, yeah, I guess also my studies, you know, uh, studying with the Business School. I just finished my my postgraduate diploma now, so I'm jumping onto an MBA. So that's uh, you know that that has also helped me to get the rightful tools, you know, and skills that I need to thrive in business and make decisions as a CEO, you know, and manage people. So it's been great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I'm, I'm very very happy to be in that uh, uh, sphere. Sounds better than taking those body hits on the rugby field <laughs> and those tackles. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, hey, you know, I enjoy that to the fullest, but I guess yeah. now it's time for me to to take uh, different uh, kind of body blows, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we've got a voice note here for Beast. If you've just joined us, uh, we're just talking to him about his uh, him signing for Rock Nation. Now you can check it on Twitter. Also, they've done a nice video there, Rock Nation Sports, about uh, the signing of Beast uh, Mtawarira. Hey, Chibos. Yeah, it's nice listening to the beast of the Mr. Mtawarira. Wow. Um, the guy, I don't think the media and everyone gave him enough credit for his performance on the World Cup final. I mean, on that first half, he's the one who silenced England. He silenced them. We won every scrum. We played on the front foot. And I, I honestly, I would have given the man of the match performance to the beast, you know, because he's the one who silenced them. They couldn't come back from the pressure that he put. He was really leading from the front. I mean, great legend, great ambassador of South African rugby. We wish him all the best there in the rock nation. Yeah, always great hearing from legends like the beast. And uh, all I can say to him is, I was expecting that beast at the end for some reason. It wouldn't have done justice to the voice note if you didn't have that beast. But yeah, he's wishing you all the best, uh, a beast, and he's got wonderful memories of that World Cup final. Did, did, did Rock Nation then present a plan to you? Have they presented a plan of how they're going to work with you going forward? Or what exactly they're going to be doing? Oh yes, uh, yeah. Just firstly, yeah, and I'm very humbled by that voice note. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, and I think it means a lot. Uh, yeah, so I think you know uh, from the onset, you know, uh, Marco Roma told me that Rogue Nation is is uh, not an agency. You know, they're a full service company. You know, yeah. uh, will go above and beyond in supporting and elevating. 
you know, they're athletes and ex-athletes, you know, from a 360 point of view. So, you know, for myself now, um, you know, they're going to manage all my, my, my stuff, you know, pretty much, you know, my commercial stuff, you know, my, you know, so my business endeavors, um, you know, my philanthropic work, you know, that I'm doing currently, giving back and, you know, trying to, you know, help the next generation. They're going to help in every different part, you know, my, my life, my family as well. So they encompass everything, which is amazing for me. So, you know, that was really one of the biggest things that uh, that that that, that uh, made me, um, you know, uh, you know, proud and uh, you know, just to be associated with them. And they also have a, a legends the, the division in the in the US uh, for mm-hmm. ex NFL players, ex NBA uh, players, where they try and open opportunities for them. You know. To get, get get them involved with their, you know, with their franchises that they used to play for, you know, uh, so that it just doesn't end just by them retiring. So there's all these doors, all these opportunities that they will open, you know. And uh, for me, there are. So I guess that that is probably the the, the, the more exciting thing when you look at Jalen Rose, mm. the gentleman that announced uh, me to Rock Nation. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Ex, yeah. He's an ex NBA player, and they've done wonders for his career post. NBA, so you know that's that's what they want to do for me as well. Ah, that's amazing, and they've got Kyrie Irving also, right? <laughs> Ky- Kyrie Irving is there, Marcus Rashford. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Nah, there's some big names in there. Of course, and Sia Kolisi and Lungi Saningidi also there. We've got another voice note here for uh, Beast. Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to the legend, Beast uh, Dawarira. It's a Libra here from East London. Yeah, a legend. Uh, a legend, one of the greatest uh, props of all time indeed. And uh, yeah, a Springboks legend indeed. Uh, Beast, I've just got two questions uh, for you. Uh, the first one is that uh, when you started your career, um, did you ever feel that you would have played these number of matches for the Springboks? I mean, I think you are third on the most capped Springbok, if I'm not mistaken. You know, indeed, one of the greatest Springboks of all time. Did you, uh, you know, have a feeling that you could play these number of matches for, for your country? Um, you know, and also, how did it feel, you know, to be named in the World Rugby Team of the Decade, you know, um, with some of the greats of all time, also the likes of Richie McCoy. So, yeah, indeed, man. Congratulations on uh, you joining Rock Nation. And I hope you will give back to South African rugby because it has done a lot for you. Thank you very much, Tabiso. Remember, all I can say is peace. It's justice from Babati. Thank you very much. That's fine, Justice. You've said a mouthful by just saying Beast. Libra, we've noted your questions. We just need to take a quick break and I'll let Beast respond. The Political Party Funding Act comes into operation on the 1st of April 2021, bringing a new level of transparency to South Africa's electoral process. The Act requires all political parties and their donors to disclose to the Electoral Commission all donations above 100,000 rands, whether in cash, kind or both. The new Act will give voters information to help make more informed choices at the ballot box. For more info, visit elections.org.za. A message from the Electoral Commission of South Africa, ensuring free and fair elections. For credible and comprehensive coverage of South Africa's fast-moving mining industry and the people shaping it, click through to Crema Media's Mining Weekly. From policy and innovation to market-moving trends, 
Creamer Media's Mining Weekly keeps your finger on the resources pulse. For even deeper insight, subscribe to our New Look Weekly magazine out every Friday together with engineering news. Creamer Media's Mining Weekly. Current. Credible. Comprehensive. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musiya on Twitter. Okay, we're still wrapping, we're wrapping up our conversation with the Beast Mtawarira. Beast, Libra wanted to know, I mean, did you ever think that you would play 117 test matches for the Springboks? And uh, also, I mean, just how do you describe your journey coming from Zimbabwe and then playing for the Springboks for so many years? Yeah, I think on that first question, I never imagined myself uh, playing uh, 117 test matches for the Springboks. You know, it was... Um, such a massive, massive honor. And I guess, you know, what I did along my career, you know, I never took any game for granted. You know, every game was an opportunity to go out there and represent, you know, my country, South Africa, represent the people of South Africa with the, at the best of my ability and go out there and put my body on the line, you know, to, to make sure that we would get that victory. So before I knew it, you know, I'd amassed, uh, Hundred test matches, you know, and then eventually, when I decided to retire on that World Cup final against England, I played 117 test matches. So it is still still surreal for me. I think about it daily. I promise you, when I, you know, when somebody mentions it, I'm like, wow, really? I've played so many games with the Springboks. It's such a huge, huge honor. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to to be something that you know inspires. You know, um, you know, yeah. People like me, you know, people like uh, that have walked the same kind of uh, road as me, you know, that they can achieve greater things no matter what, no matter where they come from. And then, same, you know, relating to the Zimbabwe part, mm. you know, it was a tough journey, you know, coming across here as a young man, you know, with a dream, 18 years old, you know, uh, playing professional rugby, and then, uh, you know, now being, uh, yeah, being uh, uh, kind of. Um, you know, put on this big stage of fame, you know, I really had to, to be humble, you know, and navigate my way and remember my core values, you know, remember why I got there, why I am there, you know, that, you know, I'm there for a bigger reason than just myself, you know, so I guess those are some of the things that really kept me grounded and kept me chasing, you know, kept me chasing, you know, for that, for that next thing, you know, that next achievement, and uh, before I knew it, you know, I had achieved all these great things. Won a World Cup, won a British Irish Lions, won a rugby championship, played 100 test matches, and became the most capped, so, you know, super rugby player of you know, all time for Africa. So all these things, they just came because I just kept on with the processes. I never let success get to my head. I always remained humble through it all, you know, get glory to court, you know. So I guess that was probably my biggest secret to why I could walk this journey and not look back. And I guess there's no better recognition also than being named in the team of the decade that um, that Libra referred to. Did that surprise you? Yeah, that was a big one. I, yeah, it was. Wow, you know, I was really blown away. You know, I was blown away that uh, I was announced. You know, uh, in that team because you know there's been so many great players. You know, and for them to pick me, you know, just highlighted that, you know, all the efforts, you know, all those early mornings, uh, early morning training sessions, those extra gym <laughs> sessions on the weekend, you know, they paid off, you know, all the digging deep and sacrificing a hell of a lot, you know, led to me actually, you know, being in that team. So, 
it just reminded me of the journey, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, you never, yeah, never let uh, nobody tell you that you know you're not the not the best, you're not the greatest because you can't be it. So that's what it showed me. Yeah, yeah and forget that. What was the what what was what stood out for me in the team of the decade is that there were two Zimbabweans. There, <laughs> who would have thought there would be two Zimbabweans in the team of the decade? Of course, David Pocock went on to play for for Australia. Is he somebody that you know? Well, yes, I know David Pocock very well. You know, we met uh, you um, a few years back when he was playing for the Western Force uh, yeah. back in 2007. Met for the first time, became friends. He told me about his journey. He had moved over to Australia when he was in his teens, almost uh, just probably a little bit younger than myself you know, when I moved to South Africa. And he went there as well with the same hunger. He wanted to be successful. They had just been um, thrown off their farm in Zimbabwe. And, you know, he just really just wanted to, you know, better his life, better his family's life. So there were so many synergies between me and him. You know, so we became quite close friends and then we spoke over my career and I actually become, you know, acquaintances to, to a certain extent. So I was very proud to see him in that team as well because, you know, he's a, he was an outstanding player. Great stuff. And finally, Beast, the last time we spoke to you, you were you had signed for All Glory DC in Major League Rugby and you were about to leave to the U.S. But I've seen now that you've retired from all rugby. Did COVID put pay to those plans to go to the U.S.? Uh, yes, and I was there. I was there for about two months. Yes, uh, and then you came back. Think, yeah, I was yeah, but then I came back. Yes, obviously COVID did uh, ruin our season and it got scraped. And I decided I knew it was my last season anyway. Before I went there, I knew mm. I'm just going there to to grow the game of rugby in the US. And I'm being there, you know, as a uh, as an ambassador for the game. And I was enjoying it. It was amazing. I was coaching, uh, you know, young kids in the inner city schools in yeah. DC. You know, it was incredible to see the amount of talent and the interest in rugby. And that was really like, um, you know, um, moved me in a big way. But it was cut short, you know, I had to come back. But I still, I'm still going to go back soon when the borders open up. I'm still going to go back. I'm going to go and do a bit of like, you know, coaching camps, um, mm-hmm. you know, coaching clinics and help, you know, rugby grow in the U.S. because I really believe that that's a place where the game can just go to the next level. Okay. Finally, there's a question on social media here. They want to know the British and Irish Lions are, looks like they are coming here. Why does their visit mean so much to players? Oh, it means everything. Playing, you know, the, the British-Irish Lions on South African soil is a long-standing tradition. You know, it's something that is special. And a lot of uh, Springboks have never had the opportunity to face the Lions because, you know, they might have won, won World Cups, but injuries have altered a lot of players from actually having that opportunity. So it's so special. It happens, it happens every 12 years, you know. It's a long time. You know, the World Cup is over four years. So, you know, you, you know, it, it, it happens more often than a, than a British-Irish Lions tour. So to be a part of it is incredible. And even the Lions themselves, you know, they want to come to South Africa. You know, that's where the, the, the history is. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, so it's a big, big occasion. And to win it is the, you know, the icing on the cake. And I know the Springboks will be more, highly motivated to, to, to doing that. And I've spoken to my good friend, Sia, Eben, it's a bit, mm. you know, the boy can't wait, but, you know, can't wait to put on the Springbok jersey again and represent the country and go out there and, uh, yeah, and win that, that series, yeah. 
Oh, no, we wish you all the best of luck, Beast, and congratulations on this move with the Rock Nation. And we wish you will return to the U.S. because I know there was some wonderful work that you were doing and that you had, that you had wanted to do there. And by the way, the, the 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 producer just reminds me that we spoke to the um, the England rugby player Phil Vickery sometime last was it last year at and he told us that you were his toughest opponent, uh, Phil Vickery. Eh, it was tuffling against you. That's a compliment, also. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, that's an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Beast. Always a pleasure talking to you and all the best. Thank you. I take care. Thank Bye. you. Go check out that video, guys. It's really nice. I enjoyed it. I like the music, too. Oh, I forgot to ask him if he's met Jay-Z. Okay, we'll ask him the next time we speak to him if he's met Jay-Z of, the, of, of Rock Nations. But we're going to change our focus now. We're going to dive into the pool. We'll talk swimming because the National Aquatic Champs are underway at Kabecha. They started yesterday with some of with the swimmers looking, of course, to qualify for the Olympics as well as the Paralympics. And we'll speak to the president of Swimming South Africa, uh, President Alan Fritz.